Welcome to Any Other Business. I'm Rob D with Rob B. And today we're talking about challenges in business. You are going to learn what happens to your challenges as your business grows. You're going to learn what stresses us out the most. And you're also going to learn how Boxing Day in Curries taught Rob B some very important business lessons. Rob, one of the words that you're very keen on using, instead of using problem, is challenge. And you've done a good job of inoculating this throughout the business. Like no one ever talks about problems. Everyone talks about challenges. We talk about challenges a lot. because um, We have a lot of them. We have a lot of them. Yeah. For you, how have those challenges changed over time? Because we started when we started, it was just us. Now there's 50-odd people. Challenges haven't gone away, but how have they changed? Well, they change because in the beginning, it's nobody will return my calls or... The printer's broke. I've got to fix that. Who's, where's the IT department? Oh, it's me. So that's your challenges when you start. Every small thing is on you. The difference, though, normally the difference is that the challenge when you start is finding a successful model that works. But other than that, the challenges are a lot smaller in scale. If we talk about the challenges we deal with today, then they are big things or can be you still have the small challenges the printer still breaks but luckily you've got someone who's really good at fixing that but the challenges for us are wow that mistakes just cost six figures or more like that's yeah. that, that's the challenges that can take place or that person owes us six figures and isn't paying like that's a big challenge and they're the type of things that you have to deal with it's interesting isn't it because you you start out with challenges and then you hire people who absorb those so you don't have to so the printer is a great example that's something you start out you have to worry about that and then after a while you don't anymore but that doesn't mean that you gradually delegate away all these things and you're left with this glorious life where nothing ever troubles you you just replace it with more challenges so as time goes on you're probably do, dealing with fewer things every day but those things that you are dealing with are massive so the pressure is actually greater as things get bigger yeah i mean i've just before recording this was messaging and what we were talking about was probably worth around 400k now that's not to impress people but that's kind of the messages are about now that's the problems and they can be solved because our challenge is not problems. <laughs> they can be solved. And that's the great thing. And I think we should get in really early is the vast majority, nearly every single challenge can be overcome. Most challenges won't kill you. But the longer you let something be a challenge, be an issue, the worse it becomes. You need to get in quickly and sort it out. You need to make sure that you are effective at dealing with challenges because they're never going to go away. Once you solve that, something else is going to happen. Yeah, I think that is the most important thing for anyone to take away from this episode is that if you're waiting to get to this point where there are no more problems, never going to happen. And the good news, though, is that you can because you work your way up, you build up your tolerance. So by the time you get to dealing with the 400k issue, it doesn't feel like that big a deal anymore. If you're dealing on that on day one of business, well, oh my God. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah. But because it's just incremental in, and you're, you're trading your way up, you build up this resistance to it. And I think, is it fair to say you get to a point where you like it? Yeah, I think there's, there's satisfaction in solving problems. I certainly enjoy solving problems. It's kind of enjoyable. It's like complex challenge, let's overcome it. Because really, unless it's going to kill and end the business, you don't have to act like it's going to kill and end the business. It may severely damage the business. It may be something that you really don't want. 
But as long as that isn't the case, the this is going to end the business, then you don't need to be a mess over it. Just work your way through it. Use your brain, which and then it's like, well, okay, let's come up with a creative solution and then solve it. Mm. And I think entrepreneurs, if you're going to start a business, if you're not a natural problem solver, you're going to struggle. Or you need to partner with someone who is because it's just par for the course. You are going to be dealing with problems all the time. Mm. Can you become a problem solver or do you have to know that you're good at this before you go into business, do you think? I think it's something you can improve. I think without doubt you can improve the skill. I, I do think there's a natural ability that you can have because I don't think I've ever had to work hard at it. I've just luckily been quite good at it. There's other things I have to work really, really hard at that I'm not good at. And I probably will never be brilliant at those things. So I think it's like any skill, really. I played football all through my childhood, but didn't get close to playing for Liverpool. No, nowhere near. Like It was a struggle getting in the school team, managed that, but that was about my limits. So even though I played every single day, so you can work on your challenges every day and become a better at problem solving. Will you ever be incredible at it? Maybe, maybe not. But you might have a different view. No, I think that's fair. Definitely the case of the earlier you can start and the smaller you can start, the better, because you get to learn this skill on stuff before it gets important. I think we probably both are fairly good at it. I can only assume naturally, which I think makes it hard to understand when people aren't. And it's one of the frustrations that we have in business, to be honest, is that some people on the team don't gravitate towards solving problems in the way that you'd want them to and it's frustrating because when it's just something that you can do it's quite hard to coach if you've got better at something over time you go okay well this is how i worked at it so here i can help you work at it on the same path but when you can just do it you're like, why can't you do it come on and i can understand it it's like people will give me ad admin and it's like they've given me like a really painful task because to me it is and to other people it's like well just fill out those documents like, it's not even a thing but for me it's like oh man, I've got to fill out all these documents. Like That's just like not good for my energy. Like I really don't want to be doing that and make it probably a much bigger deal than it should be because I'm not good at admin and, not, I'm, and I don't enjoy it and I don't want to do it. And for for those people, they're probably like, well, come on, it's nothing. And then for us with the problem solver, it's like, well, come on, it's nothing. It's just like, it's a problem. Let's solve it. And you, you do have to learn that we are all different. And, you know, clearly we have that awareness and we are all different, but it's still doesn't stop you from occasion going oh man like why can't this person do that but you have to understand that they're frustrated with you on a load of other different things yeah definitely so the problems never go away i think you have to you have to get satisfaction in dealing with them because really i think you you definitely have your moments of success in business and you can have those milestones that you celebrate but i i'd like to think that everyone However high you rise in the ranks, you could be the CEO of some massive corporation, your day is still going to be dealing with problems. It just is. Just the, the quality of them changes. So you're always going to have problems. You need to be comfortable dealing with them and actually enjoy dealing with them. If you see it as like an interruption to your day and an imposition, you're probably not going to have many happy days because it's just going to be a big feature of it. No, and, and the happy days point is useful because I think it's also... Having a high tolerance for stress is, is really useful. I, again, I think I've, I've built up a good resistance. I don't know if that's natural or something I've learned, but I've seen a change in you 
Whereas at the beginning, things did bother you more, mm. but now they don't seem to as much. So I, I think you've proven there that it can be developed as a skill, like a resistance, a tolerance to challenges, problems, stress that comes with it, or potential stress if you allow it to be, um, play out as stress. And it's not to say I never flander or never wobble. Of course, there are certain big things that have kept me up at night, but it's not a lot. I think it's, this is where like business is such good self-development because you do change, you you evolve. Like the only way that anyone ever evolves is under pressure. So if you if you have something where you can just kind of float by and it's easy for you, then that's kind of nice in a way, but it means that you're not going to change and improve. The only way to change is to force yourself and to expand your comfort zone. So yeah, there used to be things that were bother me massively but it just gets to a point where i think it's maybe that you either you go through it enough times and you realize you get to the point of oh it's still okay like yeah. it's not ended the world it wasn't that big a deal and then so then the next time it comes up it's a little bit less and you just your tolerance for it increases and so it does get to the point where it's only the really big stuff that does bother you yeah i, I think i'm probably too far that way because it got to a point where we've been in business so long we hadn't had a recession and then so many people say well you don't know if you've really got a business until you've been through a recession and like part of me which is really weird wanted a recession so I could prove I could deal with it and prove our business was a really good business and we will survive and also thrive and the stress of last year for lots of reasons but if we just look at the business landscape you know recession was really challenging but part of me is like, wow, okay, we've done it. We survived it. It's that badge of honor. So maybe it's going too far, like craving the challenges. <laughs> That's why I probably used to climb mountains and things like that. It's because like, I actually not only can do it, but somehow thrive off it. It just shows you're in the right job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's lucky, really. Yeah. Or a firefighter. Yeah, exactly. And I think firefighting is a really good metaphor, and it's one that you've used before. But it's it is just like you you kind of got your you've got your big things you need to get done that day. You've got your the things you're thinking about, but then there's always something that comes out of absolutely nowhere that you have to deal with that you could never have predicted. And it's um, often happens over Slack in our business, and you just get the classic. Are you free? Oh man, the dreaded. You go on Slack and you open it up and it's like, have you got a minute? And it's like, oh no. <laughs> what have they got installed for me? So it's like, you you call and then you know it's not going to be, just want to let you know, everything's going great. That That's not what the call's about. It's no. never about that. No. And it's you do just have to be able to be in a position, whatever else is going on, you need to, to just park that and deal with the thing. Um, but are there particular categories of problem, I'll say problem, this is once, that bother you more than others that you found harder to deal with? Yeah, it's people problems. Because other problems don't have emotion. But when something's wrong with an individual, when it could be a whole different bunch of reasons, whether like something bad's happening to them or they're doing something bad to the business, I probably invest too much of my emotional headspace in that. I, I'm aware of it, but I'm, I've never really completely overcome it. I've always struggled with the people side. I mean, when I used to let people go in the early days, because that was a big challenge and someone I had to overcome. But I also felt like I was letting someone down. And I used to like well up. Like even if they were like bang out of order and fully deserved to leave, like I'd be like welling up going, oh, awfully sorry, even though you've done all these terrible things, so you're going to have to leave. And I'm like running off trying to like settle myself. So I don't know why. It's always the people side of things that I find the most challenging. Something really 
bad happening, even if it costs a lot of money, I can just deal with because I'm like, well, we'll find a way to make more. Mm. Like it's it's easy, but if someone is really ill or or doing something really out of order, you can't just go, well, we'll fix their personality or <laughs> we'll we'll change that life situation for them. You mm. can't. It's not as easy as that. Whereas there's not as much emotion in numbers. It's like okay. Here's the numbers, here's the problem, if it's a financial one or whatever else, or here's the situation, or this person hasn't done what they'd say, their external party, let's sort it. I find it, because there's no emotion there, I find it a lot easier to overcome, like a lot, lot easier, like it's not even close. Yeah, I find the same, and I find them particularly hard, because you don't know what the right answer is, there probably is no right answer, and you can do something and it can work or not work, and you don't really know why, <laughs> or if that was just fluke. I naturally kind of think in systems, and so I, I like it, like, oh, well, I'll just do these things, and then this result happens at the end, and so if you get all these bits right along the way, the end result is guaranteed, but when it's a people thing, you could do exactly the same thing as you did last time, but the result's totally different because they're a different person or they're just having a different type of day or whatever it is. But I I find those really hard, especially when it's the feeling of letting someone down. Yeah. I, I find um, customer complaints really hard even now. And uh, the, at the start, it was really difficult because it was like basically just us so they're criticizing something that you've done but then actually as time's gone on i'd almost prefer that because i, I know how to fix it and to make sure it doesn't happen again but now it's just like ah oh, we've let this person down i feel really bad about having let them down and there's nothing i can directly do about it because if someone else is screwed up i can't just jump in and do their job for them yeah although I i've got some weird satisfaction in turning that situation around so many years ago, I worked in Curry's and in the day, my day-to-day -day job was selling everything like TVs, washing machines, whatever. Like I've got a weird knowledge of washing machines that probably freaks people out sometimes. I can tell you the standard measurements, everything. Anyway, that would be my normal day-to-day -day, except Boxing Day because Boxing Day is the hardest day on the customer service desk and the day they all dreaded. I would volunteer to work on the customer service test that day because I'd have people walking in telling me their Christmas had been ruined by me, even though we'd never met before. <laughs> and I'd go out my way to make sure that they not only didn't feel that way, but actually felt happy leaving the store because it was just like, that's the ultimate challenge. It's come back to the challenge mm. thing, but because also I don't know them. I wasn't there on Christmas Day. I didn't see little Billy in tears. Like, so it was just him presenting the facts. I don't know this person and have solved it and actually made them feel good. I really enjoy it. I think it's when you've got to know a team member and they've either got a, something like a big challenge going on or they've really let the business down. That's when it's like, wow, I've invested time getting to know you and that's happened. That's what I feel hard, harder done by. Mm. But then I think it's always, we talked about positives and negatives. Conversely, I get the most enjoyment about when the team's doing things well and when we've built up like great team spirit or something like that, that's where I then will get the most enjoyment. So I understand why I find that hard with the challenges because I understand what I also enjoy most in the business. Yeah, I completely understand that. Okay, so we've talked about you know the type of challenges that we deal with now. And you know what was really interesting is our challenges are only going to get bigger as things grow. And I think we have to accept and almost appreciate that. But I think it's worth talking about for the benefit of everyone who's watching how they can approach solving a challenge. Now, there's no 
five-step process to solve every single challenge. Otherwise, there wouldn't be challenges because we'd just all be following that process. But are there any general principles that people can kind of follow or approach a challenge with? I think the first thing that at least I find useful, I assume it's the same for other people, is to try to kind of get the emotion of it out the way. So there are some challenges that for either because of the way you are or they just are more emotional thing so if if it's if it's a numbers thing you you were saying for you oh you know it's just you can disconnect from that but for some people they might have a relationship with money where that is an emotional thing for them if the business is losing money so it's not it's things different for everyone but you need to first of all disconnect from that somehow often time is the only way that helps doing that that's why you don't want to necessarily solve something the minute it happens if you're feeling emotional about it so get over that that you can so you can approach it a bit more rationally then having done that, I think going to a higher level is a good way of approaching it because a couple of reasons. Firstly, often that's just where the solution is. If it's if um, Mr. Jones is upset because of this thing, it's probably not like the absolute detail of that thing that he's upset about. And so if you go and fix the way that someone said something to him, then that's all fine. It's probably he's actually upset about something a bit bigger, a pattern. And so if you can spot that, then that's really helpful. Also, if you do go up that level, you can often find that you can eliminate that class of problem in future by changing something higher up. So if you've always got someone who's moaning about deliveries being late, then rather than trying to fix the specifics of why that one delivery was late, go a level up and go, okay, well, what can we do to make sure that people are communicated with better around the timings or to change the expectations or to stop things leaving the warehouse late? Whatever it is, you can just go and eliminate that whole thing. There'll be another one to come along and take its place so you won't get bored, but that will probably mean you're not solving the same variant of thing over and over again. Yeah, I think that's all really good stuff, Rob, and that's good advice. Let's recap. Let's go through some of the things that people should absorb if they're running a scale-up, they're at startup stage and about to go to scale-up, or they just want to start. And one of the things we talked about is you have to accept no matter what business you start, you're going to have challenges. And you better get used to that concept quickly. Yeah, and they just change over time. So the, it doesn't mean that because you're dealing with something on day one, you'll be dealing with it on day 1,000, but you'll still be dealing with something. And that something is a lot scarier, but I think that's another point. You'll be able to deal with that. Even if you don't feel like you can on day one, you will get to a point where by the time that is happening, you are at that kind of multi-million pound decision-making time. You've built up to it and you'll be in a position to deal with that. Yeah, and it's it's right. It's dealing with it knowing that you will be able to deal with it in the future because you've been building up that resilience mm -hmm. and you will build up resilience. You might be resilient to start off with, but if you're not, these little knocks which become bigger and bigger over time, well, then you just toughen your skin up. You get used to it. So while it may seem scary and intimidating now, and we use some big numbers before, and some people who haven't started or are not as far on in their journey might be going, oh, my God, that sounds terrifying. But actually it's just relevant. It's just relevant to where we're at today. And it's not that scary. And it won't be scary to you if you get to this place and beyond. So when you're starting, 400,000 sounds like a really scary sum of money to us today. It's a very significant sum of money, but you're not necessarily going to have a freak out about it. But then if you get to the point where you're like the CEO of a billion dollar business, no one even tells you about the 400 grand thing. It's just not a thing. And, and unless it is, uh, unless it's getting into the realms of tens of millions, you just don't care about it. And that's because your perspective shifts over time and you have to level up in that way. Otherwise, you just get hung up on the small things and you can't make the big decisions that 
need to be made. We also talked about how the only things that are worth worrying about are the things that could actually bring the business down. And there are quite a few of those. And so when you're the CEO, you don't hear about the £10 million thing because that's not going to bring down a multi-billion dollar business. But whatever your size of business is, there'll be one or two things that are like proper, this could be it now. And we'll talk about one of those next time. But it's important to recognise those when they come along and try and put into perspective the things that bother you but aren't that big a deal. Yeah, it's that natural ability to solve challenges is useful or working with people who can solve challenges is useful which we talked on about as well but if you're not a natural the way to approach it is going into the big picture try and strip out as much emotion as you can easier said than done but be aware of it at least put yourself in a different environment if needed to go and solve that that challenge but if you work on it don't work in a detail of the problem, work in the big picture. Because not only will you be more likely to solve that problem that time around, but you're also more likely to solve it from ever or stop it from ever happening again. So today has been all about challenges. And I'm sure in future weeks, we'll speak more about our own challenges, of which there have been many and some real corkers of examples. But next time, we're going to talk about a group of people who you can share your challenges with and who can help you overcome them or who may also cause you plenty of new ones if you don't get it right. Yep, we're talking about how to hire next time on Any Other Business. Well, that is it. Another episode of Any Other Business done. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate your support so early in this podcast. Yes, if you're listening to these, you are the early adopters. You are the hardcore if you're going back and listening to the archives. So thank you so much for your support. And if you really would like to support us, then we'd love an iTunes review or a review anywhere you think is relevant. It really does help the show out and it helps us reach as many people as possible. And of course, if you want to go further, you can share it on your socials too. But any sort of support is very welcome. We'll be back with another exciting episode next week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.